You're listening to On The Road, a podcast powered by Otto Car. Hello and welcome to another episode of On The Road, a podcast for and about the private hire industry. We had a fantastic chat with uh, Toyota last time around and this week we're talking about what we would say is probably the most popular discussion amongst PCO drivers earnings and savings. Who better to get the inside scoop than inviting in our beloved official YouTube partners, Cabby007 and Gear Guy London. Welcome hey. back, guys. How are you both doing? All good? I'm good. Oh, everyone's good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gear Guy London here. Cabby007 here. Got to say, the community loved your previous episode together, uh, back at the beginning of season one. It was actually one of the most popular episodes ever. So well done, guys. Uh, I'm sure everyone can't wait to hear you both again. I'm also joined, as always, by my fantastic co-host, Ish. Thank you very much for joining us today. Hey, always excited? a pleasure. Oh, I'm so excited. Super pumped. Yeah, I mean, after the first one, um, it was kind of inevitable. We had to get this back together again. Round two right? in the ring. Here yeah, find out what you guys, uh, what's changed, what's up. Ding, ding. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> earnings and savings. Uh, there are so many opinions on this. Um, I think we start off with Cabby007. Do you want us to give a little breakdown? as to your kind of running costs and kind of how you deal with the financial side as a kind of overview for our listeners out there. Well, as most of you will probably know that um, I am not a car user. I have the Kia Mm -hmm. e-Nero, which uh, since transferring from the hybrid into the e-Nero has been amazing. Uh, The cost savings are great. I was spending about £150 a week on fuel before, now £25 to £30 on electric. That's uh, yeah, and it's, uh, it's it's convenient as well. If you've got the possibility of a home charger, just definitely go. If you can, definitely go for electric. It is the way forward. Um, and uh, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed the car immensely. Um, so that's been the, one of the biggest savings than the congestion charging and also getting extra money from Uber, which works at about £100 a week or, or more. So basically, I'm getting a car for free. It's amazing. So my running costs have dropped considerably. Yeah. So it's a real question to kind of ask... Um, what have you been doing with this with this spare cash? <laughs> Saving it away for a nice holiday or putting it in the bank? Investing? Decorating. Decorating, okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I actually got to say, um, last week we saw Gig Guy decorating the go-karting track, yeah, didn't we? Because we? Uh, we ran a little event here at Otto Car. Uh, you took part in your Gig Guy London. You, you absolutely slaughtered the competition. It wasn't oh. fair, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think... Um, Think about a little bit less than some of the other drivers out there, and um, yeah, just um, dented a few egos on the day. But um, yeah, it was a thoroughly good experience. Um, I enjoy, I enjoy driving um, hard and fast. That's why I didn't go. I knew he was going to win. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I wanted, I wanted Cabby to come. You know, so to dent his ego a bit. But hey, you know, <laughs> he knew better. I'd have been last again. <laughs> so you're driving a Toyota Prius at the yes. moment, right? So um, I took the ownership route. Um, took me about a year and a half to um, pay for the car in full Um, bearing in mind that um, I don't um, do private hire work on a full-time basis and so I use it to supplement my full-time income Um, but it was enough to um, get the car paid off for within two years Um, my insurance um, when I first started I as always searched around for insurance and I got my insurance for um, just around three thousand pounds a month no, three thousand pounds a year, should I say, um, for my first year's policy, and at the moment um, it has been going down year on year, um, two hundred pounds year on year. Um, even though I've had accidents, there've been no fault claims, so um, they haven't affected um, my policy. And now I'm paying um, around two thousand pounds 
a year for my policy and I just pay it in one lump sum and I forget about it for 12 months and then go again. So I'm look, actually looking forward to how cheap my insurance is going to be um, it, when I next um, renew my yeah. insurance policy. Yeah, that's cool. Amazing. I mean, have you guys both found like over time, generally, specifically talking about like earnings, that you guys have learned sort of ways to earn more over time? Or do you think it stayed roughly the same? Or hacks. Yeah. Do, do, do you yeah. think the hacks make a difference? Or? Well, 2019, um, I came into the, back into the industry after seven years out in 2018. And I thought that 2019 might be a good year to come in. Um, ben, we had the new apps come in and it was better than I expected, basically. Um, and with the, with the apps on the mo out there at the moment, um, being working for a base company, I think is old school now. Um, if you're going to be a private hire driver, you should be on the apps and you should not just be on one app. So many drivers contact me and they're still only on one app. They should be uh, using all the apps, you know, regardless what you think of all the apps. At certain stages, some of these apps, they bring out promotions and you need to be maximizing your income. And yeah, actually, that's something that I've been really interested about, um, especially, you know, talking about the private hire journey. Obviously, the first podcast you guys came into was about like the life of a private hire um, driver. Yes. Now we're into season two. Um, but you guys have obviously been doing this for a while. And I guess I'm curious to know, like, have you found over time that your earnings have increased um, just because you've kind of learned different tips, tricks, hacks? Yeah. Away. So um, I've been in the private hire industry since late 2014 when Uber um, arrived, same year Uber arrived in London. And um, over time, uh, you get to know, as a private hire driver, um, working in the apps, you get to know your local area, where the hotspots are. And then um, if you look at the broader picture, you can find out where the hotspots are going to be at certain times during the day, during the evening, where it's going to be hot at night time, um, weekend work, night work, day work, you know, you name it. Um, I've tried all of it over the years. and So you're perfecting your art. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and sometimes um, I find it's better to just, I live on, on the outskirts of North London, um, nowhere near central London, and uh, on a good day I can earn the same amount of money floating around zones five and six as I can in zone one and two and three. Mm -hmm. So Interesting. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's one of the questions you get quite a lot as a YouTuber. Everyone wants to know, how do I make money? You know, mm -hmm. and it's, it's so many factors to take in consideration. Some of it's experience, some of it's luck, some of it's making your own, own luck. Some, it, some of it is uh, making the apps work for you, not you working for the app. Oh, and there's so many factors to go over. And when someone pulls you over on the street and say, hey, Kebby, how do I make money? How come you're making all this money? I can't make even half of that, you know? And it's, it's just something you can't hit on in like two-minute conversation, you know? Well, you, men so, you mentioned apps, sorry, Ish. And um, that's actually the next kind of topic I wanted to discuss. Because um, obviously now there's been a whole explosion of apps in London. It's not just Uber anymore. You've got your Captain, your Via Vans, your, your, your Brunels, your Green Tomatoes, etc., etc. Um, do you guys stick to just one app? This is a question for both of you. Or do you kind of pick and choose depending on promotions that, that there might be on a Friday night or on a weekend or... You, you trial them and go back to them or how, how does it work for you guys? How do you make it work for you guys? As a full-time driver, um, at the moment, uh, the Uber app is still technically the best as a functioning app. Mm -hmm. uh, and also you do tend to get the best work from Uber, um, but you can't have that only because in the past, the app um, 
does try and level everyone out, but now we've got other apps around, there's less of that going on. But when one app gets quiet, you turn the other app on. And I've always said you should at least have two apps on, um, whatever app you choose. Um, but you should have always have one app and a backup app. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when you um, take a job off an app, you get to the end of the destination, you, you turn the other app on, and then whoever gives you a job first, then go on. And also take mind of the promotions that are going out there. I hear guys that uh, get the hump with some apps and they delete them. That's just, cr- just crazy because you're missing out on promotions. I do via van very rarely, time from time to time. But yeah, I remember seeing videos about that. A cu- couple yeah. of weeks ago, they text me. It was 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Log on before 3, 3 p.m. and we're double your bonus to £80. That's £10 per job for eight trips. I jumped on it straight away. Mm. You know? So if I had deleted the app because I didn't like it or whatever, you know, you're just missing out on promotions like that. So you got you got keep your, your toe in all the apps choose one app that you prefer but and have, have always have another app i mean some people will say it's dangerous to have two or three apps i mean you shouldn't have three apps running all at the same time but at least have two apps running at the same time if you've got a modern phone um then you should be able to do it easily very you know and legally you know when you drive along the road it is legal for you to touch your phone uh, if it's in its cradle i hear all people all the time on my youtube channel you know oh you're touching your phone yeah well it's not illegal it's only illegal if you're uh, if you're uh, got the phone out of the cradle and driving along. Yeah. So the moral of the story is keep your options open, really. Yeah, most definitely. Def- most definitely, you know. And there's there's times or days. I suppose we we'll get onto it later, but you know, there's there's so many factors, and you, you can't just say to someone, "Go do this," and you'll earn you know two grand a week. It's just not, it's just not possible. There's so many factors, and it could probably be all day. Is that same for you? Could yeah. Go? yeah, just to follow on what, from what Cabby was saying. Um, Always have a selection of apps available to you. Um, don't just re- rely on one source of income. You're self-employed, so be self-employed. Mm. You know, Good point, and, um, and make your own mind up. Um, all of these apps, um, Uber inclusive, they're, they're running promotions all the time. So what you typically find as a private hire driver is in peak times, like um, during the morning rush hour, evening rush hour, they're running, they're running promotions um, to keep you on their app throughout the busy peak time periods. Now, you just pick and choose what you want to do. You know what I mean, yeah. whoever's, whoever's offering you the most money. Um, sometimes um, I might be with Uber, with Bolt, Captain, Vyavan, you know? So I, I mix them up. Um, I'm, I'm not loyal, yeah. I have to say. Personal yeah. favorites out of interest? Yeah. Sorry? My favorites? Yeah, one, top one, two, three, go. Um, if you're right, if you want to, um, if you want to reveal well, my, that. They might be listening. My top three in, in no, well, my, my top two in no, specific, in no particular order um, are going to be Bolt and Uber. Um, so although although okay, I, I do I do a fair bit of captain, um, there are there is some controversy about fixed fares, but the work is there, and um, typically what I find when I do um, when I do some work with with captain, uh, the, the jobs that I do to get into the bonus rounds, um, they're they're really short jobs. Um, I, I actually went out today in the morning um, and I did um, three qualifying jobs in literally about forty minutes. And then I was in the bonus rounds thereafter, so it can work out really well. well, well can I ask? Because um, obviously we've had in, into this podcast, we've had Captain, we've had Viavan, yes. we've had a few people that talk about you know them launching in London. Available to listen out. to in previous episodes. Little cheeky plug. They've all come, you know, talking about their promotions and obviously trying to get drivers on the app, and they all you know paint kind of a, a rosy picture, understandably, because yes. they're all excited about coming here to London. Like, you know, you guys are obviously on the ground. Um, so, you know, I'm kind of curious to know, like, how, 
how do you view these apps? You know, like, say, I mean, is there, do you have any kind of interest or, or, or pull that's taking you to anything outside of Uber? Or are you thinking that you're just going to return to Uber over time? Or what, is it okay. purely the promotions bringing you yeah. there? Well, I can see that you kind of, I can see that <laughs> you're itching, jumping itching in the go, 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 go for it, go for it, Kevin. Let mean, loose, let loose. I'll, I'll come in after. <laughs> I mean, if you want me to be honest, I mean, I mean, gig guy London, he, he hit on the nail on the head there. There's no loyalty to any app. Um, and for me, Captain, I've, I've said this in quite a lot of my videos, I, I just can't support fixed fares. So even though some of those promotions that gig guy has done, some of the videos he's done, he's earned some decent money. Um, I just can't go back to supporting fixed fares. So Captain H actually reached out to me and asked me why I don't like fixed fares. And I sent an email. No, they never replied back to me after that. But... You know, I still have the app on. If they have a good promotion, I'll be on it. The best promotion was what was when they first first come in the oh, first yeah. three weeks. I oh, think yeah. everyone was on between like fifteen hundred, two grand a week. Oh, yeah. So it was it was really good money. But um, yeah, fixed fares and twenty four percent. I don't I don't understand the the VAT of four percent. I don't know how they can really be charging drivers the four uh, percent VAT when VAT is twenty percent. Uh, it's just I don't know. It's just, but, then, me, but then they would argue that. All right, they charge fixed fares and they give you twenty four percent. But then maybe someone like Bolt, they're coming in with a, a, a lower commission, but over time that's inevitably going to increase. Um, yeah, but is it though? Sustainable. But is it though? Um, but is it though? That's the thing, is it? It, it seems like fifteen percent would be very, very hard to sustain um, for them to, but to once, keep making once money. But once in the long term, once the apps are established in London, um, there's very little outgoings for them. On an app-based network, you know. That, um, right. So I guess here's the question: If it did increase and say it went closer to twenty-three, twenty-four percent, would you um, view Bolt more negatively than you do currently? Well, this I, is what well, Captain I'm, are afraid well, of. I'm currently paying paying twenty-five percent on Uber, but I get more incentive to drive an Uber, especially on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, because I've got an electric car. Is there more of a trust issue as well? Like you, Uber's the, the brand that you've been working with for a while now and you and you you know, you know what you're getting with them and it's constant and it's solid the thing about uber that i'm still doing better than the other apps is that if you get a problem you can phone them up straight away um if there's a serious problem you'll get a phone call from a dedicated team in ireland and that will win minutes um you're paying 25 percent commission but you get paid on time and you and there's never any issues uh, with the app or payments or anything like that with Bolt, uh, if you phone them, they you know you have to go through the customer line. They still don't have a dedicated driver line. Um, the, they have problems uh, getting back to you if there's a, if there's an issue. Um, the app is still not great at the moment. It, you know you really have to use Waze along with it to get it working correctly. Um, Which I hear is great. Viavan, um, I've had payment issues with Viavan over bonuses. I've got one going on at the moment. Um, so and also I think. Customers on Viavan are getting pretty clued up, really. Rather than booking private rides, they're booking shared rides, getting it cheaper because they know that no one else is going to get in the car. Mm -hmm. So I, I think both Viavan and Captain uh, have a reduced a passenger network compared to Bolt and Uber. When you put on Bolt and Uber, it's pretty busy. Um, I do Viavan from time to time, but it's not really my type of work. If you're going to do pool work, you can get better pay on, uh, on Uber. I only really go on Viavan for the promotions. And like I say, Captain, for me, I watched the video, I watched the uh, the podcast of uh, 
the captain guy coming in here. Marriage Zabrocki. Yeah. yeah uh, and it, he made it quite plain, quite quite uh, open, really. And he said that the fixed fares is in favour of the customer, not the driver. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all these operators are not really looking after your concerns, yeah. really. But, but then that's kind of a weird balance they have to play out, isn't it? Because, yeah. you know, Uber's dominated and then they've got to think about the customers and at the same time the drivers. It's a hard balance. No customers, no drivers. I mean, you, you, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a hard balance think, to, to make. Absolutely. I think um, with the onset of um, app-based services in the private hire industry, it's just become a driver's market. 2019 for definitely is a drums. Mm, it's no, the it's best. Definitely. It has to be the, it's the best year I've actually yeah. had. Yeah, really? I'm working less hours for more money yeah. on average. Cool. Yeah, awesome um, and it's just giving me a better quality of life. And a lot of that's to do with you know, if they, like I say, if, if, if Uber's quiet, you turn the other one out and they got they got another customer in their area. So, you're, as a, from a driver's point of view, mm-hmm. uh, you're more self-employed and more active now than ever before. Most definitely. I've got some good news for you guys. Uh, there's more apps to come in the future. Give you a little, I'll give you a little clue to one of them. It's only three letters long. Oh, yeah. today. Have a guess. I'm, so, Hi. I'm, really, I'm really surprised <laughs> Ola hasn't here yet yeah. because they've been licensed. But that's another one. They're on the way. They're on the way. I can't say any more than that. It's reportedly <laughs> fixed fares again, though, from what I hear. Well, maybe for the reasons this just gave, you know, they want to maybe get the rider market there first mm-hmm. to supplement they, they the actual work for the drivers. based on if you're a metered um, taxi or if you're... Oh, that's um, a big debate. Will the London yeah. taxis join Ola? Well, Ooh. that would be we'll interesting. Time. Sure. Yeah. Moving on to um, a second topic I wanted to get on podcast today. Um, kind of best times to take holiday and seasonal behaviour. So, you know, is there a certain times of the year that you just know is going to be a bit of a dip? 10% dip. You know, January used to be kipper season, as they used to say in the black cab trade. When do you take your holidays? Do you, okay. t- do you time it towards when you know you're going to get less work? Obviously, your situation is slightly different because you're part-time, yes. but mm-hmm. generally speaking, I'm sure you can speak to me or the drivers as well, and Gabby, I'm sure you have an opinion on it. Yeah. Um, and then also, I wanted to ask about um, you know, times of the day, but let's, let's start off with the seasonal behavior. So, um, historically, I'm going back to when I, when I first started in the private hire um, industry, January and maybe early February was pretty pants. It was really, really poor, you know. And so I remember in my first year, I was kind of sitting on the road for ages just trying to make some money and I just like gave up in the end. I didn't really work too much in January, um, only in the um, rush hours. Outside of that, it wasn't even worth it. But last year, or no, this year in particular, um, it's probably been my best January. It just didn't make any difference. It's just like a, it's like a normal day. Okay, it's interesting. Like month. Yeah. Um, didn't make any difference at all. What about summers? I mean, because you had the locals leave to go yeah. on holiday, but then you have the influx of tourists coming in. Especially Most definitely. In yeah, I think, so. I think there's, you've hit the nail on the head. There's a balance there. Um, as well as people going away abroad, there's lots of tourism. I mean, London's a, a major capital, and people um, often stop off in London um, on their way to Europe. And it's, it's a major, it's an international hub. It's a major tourist destination. So there's always going to be jobs. Um, I mean, you might not get the locals over the summer as much, but you're going to get a load of airport runs and train stations, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Okay. I've yeah, touched this on the past, is that a lot of drivers make the mistake of treating it like a job and doing set hours at set periods and just trying to do that through, like as, as if they had a normal job working through the year. And that is completely the wrong way to do it. As you say, there's, there's seasonal flow in, in the job uh, and you have to work days, nights, take your time off at periods of time when other people um, are taking their holidays as well, you know, because traditionally August is, has been uh, a bad month. 
traditionally January was a bad month, but same as you, I was quite surprised this year because my first year back into the to the industry that January was pretty good this year. Oh, yeah. uh, February was a bit bit slower, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So it's like a seasonal flow through through the months. I, I think I touched on a lot on our last video that we did last last season, uh, and uh, yeah. So drivers got I think more of a head really. You should be planning your month ahead, and not just planning your week ahead, yes. uh, like, and, do you, do you and also a... having targets. You know, a lot of drivers just go out and yeah, all right, love, I'm going to work. I'll be home about five. You know, but yeah, you know, there's been periods of time where you need to maximize your earnings and uh, do yes. different type of shifts and uh, keep keep an open mind and plan ahead. Do you um, have any tips for trying to anticipate that? I mean, did you know yes. that? Did you kind of sense that January was going to be like that, or was it, was it pure surprise? Or okay, well, generally speaking, January um, you got shorter days, longer nights, so um, people typically don't really want to be walking around in the cold. They don't want to be walking around. Um, any side streets when, at late at night in the cold and dark, you know. So business business does does obviously pick up that's a lot, lot more people. That's not a reason. Huh? That's not a reason. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's We've been waiting for this. You got remember, you got remember <laughs> in December. Yeah. People get paid at the beginning, the, the end of November. Mm-hmm. Then they get paid early in December. Yes. That pay packet then gets wasted over Christmas. Well, yeah. I say wasted. Gets blown over Christmas. Mm-hmm. Most people. And then they got a six weeks wait before they get paid again in January. Okay. So most people, especially now with most of the apps on card, yes, you know, um, it's generally quite. But saying that, as you already said, this year was pretty good. So why? Okay. Why so, was so, it? Good? Do you know what I mean? So, sorry, let me just come back to this. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> app-based services. You sign up as a passenger on these apps with your credit or debit card, or both. You can have a selection of cards on there. So, and we we live in a in an age where people live off credit. The majority of people live off credit, so having no no money doesn't mean you don't have access to credit. So just so blowing you, blowing you wide out. There. Oh yeah. So, so if you need to get Andy somewhere, <laughs> people people blow their credit on Christmas, you know. So if they need to get somewhere and it's cold yeah. and it's wet and it's dark, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna opt to take a private hire vehicle as opposed to taking public transport and standing at the bus stop. Which explains maybe what they they, they take it in January and then Tuesday, uh, February they realise their bills come in. They've oh, yeah. got to rain it down a little bit. <laughs> there we go. There's your February summary. And that's yeah. and that's why March is usually when people get paid paid in March. That's a really good mm-hmm. first few weeks leading to April, end of March mm-hmm. leading to April, just before Easter. Well, Easter falls at different times of year, but generally, um, yeah, you have a really good month then. Mm. Good that's week. Interesting. Well, talking about blowing um, your credit, um, what are you guys? Uh, Thinking about you know like buying food when you're on the job and uh, yeah. food drink great topic. Um, is there anything any kind of tips or as a fat person <laughs> I try not, I try not to eat while I'm working because not only that you get in you get in uh, indigestion you know other way burping and farting with with the customer in the car so generally for me uh, I try not to eat if I do eat it's usually something uh, either uh, high carb or something that's going to keep my energy levels up mainly coffee. I've seen you got a, a nice juice fast going on in the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. How's that going? Yeah, it's, I'm trying. All right. what, day, what, what day are we on now? <laughs> it, it's noticeable. It's noticeable. Yeah. Good, yeah. I've seen some improvements. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's trying to reduce my weight. Obviously, I've been trying to do it for quite a long time. But yeah, in the car, I generally just keep to coffee, you know, try not to eat anything that's sort of high in sugar, really, or something like that. Um, especially don't don't you hear a lot of drivers that try and push their hours uh, don't take Red Bulls or any of your drinks yeah you'll get that hit for a, 
the next half an hour, but then you'll you'll yeah. drop two or three lower than you was initially. So what goes up must come down. Yeah, eh? and I'm a yes. big. I'm, I mean, you see, people see from my videos. I, I, I have a Duracell battery at my bum. I, I, I tend to be able to go quite a lot of hours. Um, it's just for the, the, the industry that, uh, that I've been in for quite a while previous, and I've just been uh, wired that way. Not everyone's wired that way, but um, if you are able to do hours, you, you just got to be, make sure that you got to be honest with yourself. If you're tired, you go home. Mm. Doesn't matter how much you need, you go home because it's, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's not worth. It's not worth the the. Uh, it's your career in the day. Yeah. You know you have to. You have to. Doesn't matter how much you need. There's always tomorrow. Well, we had Brian and Chris in for a kind of safety episode back in season one, and they talked about you know, incidences because obviously we've, we've helped and worked with thousands of uh, PCA drivers over the years, and the amount of accidents that have been caused by that person trying to do that extra hour and crashing into a tree and got you know some horrific well oh, yeah. things have happened, and we've obviously tried to reduce that over the years oh, with the driving assessments and whatnot. But um, yeah, like I said, if you're yeah. tired, go home. But what about you, gig guy? Um, you got any? Um, yeah, in terms of um, food, how do you, how do, you do it? Yeah, okay. He does five hours. Oh yeah. So so I typically um, fast um, during the morning. I don't I don't eat any food. Uh, so I just consume liquids, um, zero calories um, during the during the morning until somewhere between twelve and two. I might break my fast. So uh, I always carry a bottle of water. So it's important to keep yourself hydrated. And I think that's the only thing you need in the morning. You've got a beer, uh, haven't you, as well? Yeah, I got I got a bottle of water. Yeah, it's, it's it's sitting down on the floor. And um, uh, I think it's important um, to burn off yesterday's calories before you start um, adding new food into your system, mm -hmm. you know? So it's a good way to uh, regulate your weight, um, fasting. I can read up on it online, I'm not gonna, I'm not I gonna preach. I love the solution from both of you, just yeah. don't eat it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not we weren't expecting that really, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Do, would you have any tips, sorry, for those who let's say do conventionally have a lunch? I mean, okay, you, um, but if you did lunch, in the past? Yeah, if I'm, if, I'm gonna, if I'm gonna do, sorry, if I'm gonna do an extended shift, um, I'll just bring, um, I'll bring some sandwiches with me. Yeah, or I like um, I like a selection of nuts. Yeah, no puns, please. <laughs> <laughs> no one was thinking it. Only you. Only you. <laughs> yeah, um, and and bananas. Yeah, it worked really well. One thing I would bananas say. Great one thing I would say, and this is a plug, I suppose, for a Shell Go Plus, but is to get their app. You don't need to use the fuel. I have an electric car. I don't use their fuel, uh, but you you'd get uh, points and visits just by going in there, and getting a coffee. And it gives you free stuff and gives you 10% off the coffee, gives you 10% off the food, you know. So, um, I, yeah, that's my, one of my tips is get a Shell Go Plus app, especially if you've got a fuel Great car, tip. because yeah. you get money off the fuel. Well, I guess that, that leads us quite nicely into, the, into another topic, which is fuel. Um, how have you guys um, found the savings? I think, with high, I think with petrol cars or diesels, I think a lot of people make a mistake of that I've chatted to drivers, is that some drivers think, I'll put twenty pound or thirty pound in every day. They're not getting the they're not getting the fuel economy out of the vehicle. If you're driving professionally, you got to fill your car up to the max, and then when you finish shift, fill it back up to the max again. That way, you'll get the best fuel economy out of your car and the best value for your cash. And then you'll know how much definitely you're using for your fuel on your car. Is that because the engine has to work harder with? Uh, no, it's small... just it's just that if you're constantly putting twenty pound in every time. Um, it just it, I found in the past that it works out you're actually spending more money rather than just mm. filling the car up and then you know and also you, so you think you're just less conscious another, of it so part of the tip of this as well is that basically. obviously we use our cars for private mileage well when you're popping down to Sainsbury's to do the week shop with the missus then go home then go to work you know when you put your expense in for your, your fuel for your car there you go There's the tax man's paying for your, your fuel 
you know. So just keep the car. That's, that, that's what I would say. Keep the car. You never know where the customer gets in the car. Take me to Birmingham. You know, you've got oh, yeah. you've got a quarter mm. of a tank of fuel in the car. How embarrassing does it look when you got to pull over? Just got to fuel the car. It's not professional. How has that ever happened to you guys? Has that happened? Where, maybe burning was a bit of an excessive example. No, I'm, I'm, a, a, I'm a professional. Surely it must have happened at some point. Or um, you know I, of examples. I had a touch and go situation once. Um, I was in central London and somebody's going way out west, way past Heathrow, mm. and I was looking on um, on my um, navigation. And it said, I can't remember how it said, but it said, for example, it said like 28 miles. And I'm looking at the range in my vehicle at the moment because I had like about one bar left. And it was saying like about 29. But now I'm on, I'm on the motorway and I'm eating up miles like really fast. Yeah, yeah. that's cool, doesn't it? Yeah, and at the last minute, the customers, they said, okay, we're going to change our destination. We're going to stop at this hotel um, in the service station a bit. You know what I mean? Shortening target, so yeah, I stopped. It worked, yeah, saved stopped. by the bell. That's saved by the bell. I had literally yeah. I had about five miles um, left in my tank, and it was beeping. At some point, you would have had to. Have, you'd, have, you'd have had to have. Uh, yeah. Oh, I was going to push it. I, was, I, I mean, my, my, my electric range. I've got, got a mile and a half of like pure electric. Just go in the slow lane. And been an electric car driver. Yeah. I mean, touch wood. I've not been in that situation yet. When yeah. I've, at the end of my shift, and because yeah, I get this question quite a lot, people that. Uh, thinking about going to electric mm-hmm. but don't I, I have the same range anxieties when I first got the car yeah. you know they they think well you know you're ending this shit what's going to happen if you get a long job you know and generally when I go home I've still got 100 miles left yes. you know or 80 miles left on my range so you're really going to get someone to say take me to Birmingham how often that, yeah. really, most of the time you go to the, the go to the counties just outside the N25 mm-hmm. which is more than enough but yeah. if, if I ever was caught in that situation which hopefully I never will be mm-hmm because the uh, e-Nero has got great range, um, it's easy for you to just go and jump and two minutes later, you've got your fuel in the yeah. car. With me, I have to plan and make sure I know if I'm, where I'm going. And the Polo Network is great for that. I mean, I've, yes. I've been outside the M25 and two miles down the road, there's, there's a, a, a charger, um, fast chargers as well. So just 20 minutes, I've got another 100 miles. I'm back in at 10 just again. Just slightly straying, um, Cabby. What's been your longest job? Since electric, um, just in general, longest in general. Well, financially on the on the app based right, services. Right, right. Uh, let's let's do both. Months. Let's do longest in general yeah. and electric. I think well, uh, <laughs> electric. I haven't, I haven't really gone that far yet, to be honest. But the longest job I've had was Guildford and Fleet with four guys going all over Guildford and Fleet, and that comes to about 110. Mm. I think that's my biggest job so far mm. financially, uh, and on the app. Um, I don't know, Oxford is probably the firmest I've been okay. on electric so far, mm-hmm. which isn't that far really when you consider. I jumped onto a fast charger out there and yeah. for 20 minutes I put another 100 miles back in the car, I was mm. back in, cost, you know, cost you peanuts. Peanuts! Wow. And for you? Um, so I got a job, um, literally I jumped out of my house to do like a couple of hours before I went to see my mate. Um, first job. Manchester, no, yes way, no. yeah, I got paid just over 200 quid for that, that was years Lovely. ago, made my day, but um, oh. yes, just wrecked my plans for the day, actually, because <laughs> it was like six hours later getting back in, getting back into London. Did you get a job back, or was it? <laughs> no, come back empty until I got to like Luton, then they were trying to give me like three pound jobs, and I just turned the app off, and yeah, come back to, come back into London, <laughs> went home, so I've made the day's pay, didn't yeah. expect to do it, and um, uh how long is the drive up to Manchester? Uh, it took me three hours. It's like middle of the day. Okay. Um, wasn't in rush hour. Not too bad. 
Not too bad, yeah. So if you get a trouble like that, usually you kind of feel all right to just kind of go home and put your feet yeah, up. Yeah, I, guess. Yeah. I actually <laughs> took the, the um, Birmingham toll road because um, I couldn't bother to sit in the traffic going around like Birmingham, like the inner ring roads, the free roads. So um, yeah, I got a clear run. It was worth the £6 I think I paid. Have you guys found like that the way you drive um, has kind of changed? I mean, probably in fuel economy, but also in um, you know savings earnings. Yes, affected? and I've been in, I've, I used Uber as a passenger for two years before becoming back into the industry, and some of the standard of driving is not great. And that's what Autotar do really well is uh, screening the drivers for the driver assessment, because um, a lot of them don't. I don't seem to understand that you got a person in the back. It's not a parcel, and <laughs> not a parcel. That's a great line. I love it. <laughs> and you got, you got to be driving <laughs> smooth. You got to be driving smoothly. I mean, I worked for Brunel for a while. Oh, we had them in last time. Yeah. As well, yeah. Um, and when I, the, the, the the phrase was there is fast on straights, slow around corners, and it, you, you keep it nice and smooth. I mean. With the e-nero, it's, got, it's like having an e-pedal. With the uh, regen, you just hardly brake at all. But um, you can, you got even you know, in a hybrid car, you can um, just just brake gently. You know, yes. when you brake, you when you before you come to a stop, you take your foot slightly off the brake. You still come to a stop, but you come to a smoother stop. And when you pull away, don't put the foot down really hard mm. so the person jerks back. You ease the power in, and you got and to do that properly. You have to keep a vision of the, what's happening in front of you, ahead of the car in front of you. Mm. Don't just watch the rear lights of the car in front. You've got to be looking ahead and uh, keeping your um, lane discipline and what lane you need to be in ahead. And if you've got all those factors in, in place, the customer gets the other end, takes that out of the newspaper. Oh, we're here already. So, I mean, that's, yeah, so that's, that's some great advice. And I mean, do you think it's maybe a mentality thing, a, a cultural thing maybe? Where they're not really aware of how they should really be driving this car. They just do it as they did maybe before they became a professional driver? Or is it that yeah. someone needs to, maybe someone like Autocar or whoever needs to sit them down and, and show them the way of how to do it Most from a professional point of view? Yeah, there's been many the times, um, especially when I um, go into the outer boroughs and there's lots more country lanes. Um, I've had um, riders in the past uh, compliment me on my driving on the country roads because typically when you're going on the country roads, you've got locals and if it's a 60 mile per hour road, they're going to be doing 60 mm. yeah and they know the way out of the road yeah, you they're don't not, they're yeah. not going to be waiting for you yeah and if you're driving too slow then you're going to be a danger to yourself a danger to your riders mm. and a danger to other people on the road because mm. you're going to be forcing other people to overtake you and mm. sometimes the overtaking space is not there mm. and yeah well, just, actually, just, to, um, sorry, just yeah. to touch on speed limits uh, in, in the country I think it's absolutely crazy that on a one track lane where cars are coming the other direction it's 60 miles an hour yeah, through through parts of London where it's three lanes, two lanes, three o'clock in the morning, it's twenty miles an hour. Oh yes, yeah. just ludicrous. That's London, baby. Well, yeah, actually, I mean, <laughs> in the official stats, there are um, more accidents, obviously, in the city, but that makes more sense. But more, more fatal people. accidents, um, definitely out in rural oh, yeah. places, yeah. countryside, um, higher speed, mm -hmm. probably higher impact. Yeah. Um, so, less awareness maybe in, in a lot of cases can i move on um i wanted to talk about tips on getting tips obviously now uber recently introduced to tipping mm -hmm. uh some other apps might have it as well you guys tell us um is there anything you could tell the listeners to do to maybe improve getting a higher rate yes of tips? most definitely um what even, rating are you 
I'm a five star driver. Yeah, yeah, I'm five star driver. Yeah, yeah. We checked it. And, and, I, and I'm yeah, five star on fault. He's the man. He's the man. I'm 4.9 on captain. I don't even know. I don't even think I've done enough jobs on Viavan to even get a decent rating. I don't know. Those captain customers. Been a little bit stingy. Uh, I'll be harder to please. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it is what it is. 4.9 is not too bad, you know? But this could be a great, you know, potential new revenue source for drivers. Yes. If you are doing it full yeah. time, this could be um, 50 yeah. quid, £100 a week. Um, you know, it, it depends. So, in terms in terms of um, tips for getting tips, I generally, I, it's my personal vehicle. Um, I like to keep my vehicle clean. Mm. Yeah. So, even if the weather's really bad outside, it's been raining and it's all mud on the outside or whatever, or, and it's, and it's, predicted to rain the next day so it doesn't make sense cleaning your car because it's going to get messed up anyway always keep the inside of your vehicle clean um i have um, wet wipes in my car and um i always wipe down all the surfaces and the door handles what people usually touch mm-hmm. um i've got a little brush in the car i i brush there the seat i've not brushed You've the seat watching, uh, Gabby's top yeah, tips yeah. video back from February. <laughs> <laughs> specifically I, yeah. uh, remember that yeah. I, I, I brush the seats down i brushed i brush the mats yeah, so it's always clean and presentable. I've got, I've got a few different products that I use, so it gives it a new car smell. And um, it's always, a, a, I try to make it a nice experience getting it into my vehicle. Yeah, last thing you want to do as a rider is get into a vehicle and then you've got the last passenger's like snotty tissue there mm-hmm. and you've got like all mud over the floor. The kids have been jumping on the seats, you know. So just, just take, take pride. Yeah, take pride. Or, yeah, or, or, it smells of, or it smells of food or body odour. Or if, if, yeah. you're, if you're a driver and you smoke and your car smells like cigarettes, you're not supposed to be smoking in your car anyway. It's a private hire vehicle, but I know drivers do because um, I've seen them. But uh, all those factors, um, they, they go a long way. Mm. So if you can address all of those factors, then you're winning. And um, Also, what I like to do is when um, I, typically if it's not raining, when I go to, when I stop off at a pickup location, I don't mind getting out of the car. I mean, it's, Gives me an opportunity to stretch my legs, and if the, if the passenger comes along, I can open the door for him. They love that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing, yeah. They love it, yeah. And, like but that the one, same time, in the same respect, <laughs> I assume you do that as well, yeah. right? But in the same respect, they may they, they may come along with luggage. No worries, five and star. And then and then you help them put the luggage in the car because the last thing you want. I've I've seen I've seen private hire drivers, and what they do, the passenger comes along with with like two suitcases, they don't even get out of the car. Yeah, and then you got this, you got a, you got a passenger try to load up. I've seen that. Load I up just the car. don't get it. It's, it's just absolutely ridiculous. And then, mm. then before you know it, they got scratches all over the yeah. back bumper. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense, you know. And then they're, plus, they're fed plus up you know, general human courtesy. Yeah. You're seeing someone exactly. pulling out two big bags. Well, to a driver, said, "Get out of your car." Yeah, I, I was. I, was, I, was, I, was, <laughs> I can just pitch that now. Yeah. I was, I was, was, straight, was he just walking out of nowhere, or was this a specific night out with the missus? <laughs> I just parked on this driver, and he clicked the bonnet, uh, clicked the boot, and it popped yeah. open. This woman's trying to get the case in the car, so I pulled alongside. I said, "Get out of your car." Yeah. Customer trying to put a case in your car. I had exactly. I had exactly the same situation. Um, I was picking up at a hotel. It's a, it's a single track road. Um, the private hire vehicle in front of me has is sitting in his car. The passenger's trying to load up um, two big suitcases and a small suitcase into the car. They can't get the boot to close, and the driver's just sitting there looking in his rearview mirror. Now I've got the passenger. I've just picked up the passenger from the same from the same hotel. I'm trying to get on my way, but. It just comes down yeah. to a lack of training, and like, uh, as you said, Richard, maybe it's a cultural thing. Yeah. Some drivers. It's just, it's just, I would, I would like to say it's common courtesy, but yeah, exactly. What, what is common? Well, you know, it's interesting because we, when we talked with um, Brunel um, in the last season, 
we did mention um, a little bit about driver manner mm-hmm. um, and it does seem to be something that um, it, a lot of it can be learnt but I think right. some drivers have it and some don't yeah. but mm-hmm. it might be with this industry becoming a little bit of a dying art um, people that you know don't think there's a particular way you can act mm-hmm. and it's not all just about like how you speak English yeah. and or if you know the maps or you know the roads but it's how you make um, yeah. your passenger I know, feel I know, yeah. I know some drivers have the view that they're paying the lowest rates but expecting a five star service you know if you if you buy a Ryanair flight you don't expect a business class seat an attendant coming giving you champagne um, and making sure that you're having the best leg room and you know you're paying for a budget service so that you're getting a budget flight mm-hmm. uh, so I do know that some drivers think well you know I'm not getting paid to do that yeah mm-hmm. And but then they'd be surprised if you get a four star. Exactly. I think I would give a four yeah. star if I was in that situation yeah. where I couldn't close the, the boot. Yeah. And I just ch- chugged and all that luggage. Four, only four stars, yeah. Well, I can, well it's either four or five. So okay. I've never ever okay. not given any lower than a four. Okay. okay. But in that specific scenario, I can't mm-hmm. close the boot. The guy, I, the guy has to come out and he's. Yeah. It gets to the point where I have to like call them over and be like, hey, dude, can, I can't physically close this. Can you help me out or assist me or maybe I can put it somewhere else? Oh, definitely. But, but I think you have to look at it holistically. Go saying hello and good morning or good afternoon, good evening, you know, and just double checking the destination with them. You can make some small talk, you know. How's your day? I mean, if they don't want to talk, I mean, they probably make it really clear, mm-hmm. you know. But you, you generally you generally get a sense of of somebody's demeanour once they get in your vehicle. Yeah, you know, some people really chatty, Some people want to want to just keep it all quiet. I had a customer last night. I said, "Yeah, you do the usual thing. Evening, hello, confirm the destination." Not a word. Oh. And that's, that's perfectly uh, fine. Get to the other end. So I deliberately didn't say anything when we got to the other end. I was waiting for them to say thank you or goodbye. Not a word. Mm. And just slammed the door. And I just thought, well, do you want a one star? Because it works both ways. Yeah. You know? Mm. Well, it just sounds like not a great human being. But some people think, you know, yeah. that you are there to, to be... Mm-hmm supplying that five-star service yeah. for a budget yeah, rate. Works, I, works I had a ride, I think it was last week. Right. Yeah, I had a student going to, to, to university. She got in the vehicle. I said good afternoon. And she replied, confirmed the address. Not another word was said. I got her to, de- to her destination just shy of the hour. And, and then I checked my app um, at the end of the day. She'd left me a compliment and a ten pound tip. Oh, lovely! Yeah, well worked like, out. Yeah. She, said, she, she said, well, she said, I've got her to. Well, that's the thing, time. isn't it? Like everybody's got different. Everybody is different, yes, and so different. you know, some you know that lady might have seen that interaction mm-hmm. as like you know maybe one of the nicest yeah like human interactions with another person and for you it just might not be like that see know? I'm not a 5 star driver I'm a 4.94 driver so yeah. you're not so you're not getting out of the car then to open the but, door for but, everybody uh, yeah. I guess <laughs> answer, answer the question Gabby do you get out of the car I open the door for old people uh, what and, and people of of uh, of on crutches stuff like that I get out of my car um, but yeah, not, I don't generally get. I can't open the door for anyone. No. What about, what about like parents of children? Parents of children. Yeah. Uh, try not to do those rides. <laughs> <laughs> Typically a school run, eh? Yeah. Can wait, else? wait for me ten minutes. Um, but hold on. Go, going back to a couple of issues, the points there was mm-hmm. uh, between rides. It, you know, depending on the time of year and also depending on what the weather's like, you don't have to do it every job. Mm-hmm. But generally, you know, if, you know, you should be opening the windows, clearing the air of the, of, in the vehicle. Um, have a, uh, an air freshener type something you can deodorize the car yes. uh, 
brush top tip from Cab007. I have a brush because uh, you know it's quite easy just to get out quickly brush it at the back of the seat it all looks nice and clean even if your car if it's been pouring down rain all night and and the next you know end of your shift the, the, the rain's gone but your car's dirty just wiping your windows they get in the car mm -hmm. the inside of the car looks clean the windows look clean they think your car is clean whereas outside mm -hmm. your car might be you could be through the country lanes the yeah. outside of the doors that's a nice little hack that is yeah. that's and good. your car looks yeah. from their perception they're in the car the car's clean we're talking yeah. about in car and the interior I wanted to ask about in car accessories so you know ways of maybe saving money and earning more so obviously we've touched on before about sick bags and stuff like that there's mm -hmm. a bit of an outlay to it but long term if someone is feeling a bit worse for wear in the back you know you don't want to avoid someone spilling their guts out and you losing half a night's income so do you guys have any tips yeah. can I also tip? ask has that ever happened to yeah, yeah. I, I bought them uh, and then it was in my first month I actually got used and I haven't, I haven't had to use it since. Uh, but a woman got in the car. I gave the bag. She filled up the bag. You can keep that. <laughs> and you know, I didn't take it. Was, it was on a surge job as well. But I was new to the, new to the Uber at the time. I said, "I'm sorry, I can't take any further." But and she and she looked and she, once she was sick, she was fine. Mm -hmm. I'm a school teacher, please. You know, and I said, "No, I'm sorry. You know, I can't can't take the risk if you ruin my night. You know, you have the bag. You know, it's your trophy. But that's it. But honestly, I've not had to use them since." Um, but they just go out your car with a sick bag and just yeah. off. And she went back to her friend. I, um, uh, generally, it's the people. It's, it wasn't her account. What usually happens mm. is that the friend calls the car right. and they put the person in your car. Are you cool with that? No, I'm not cool with that because generally they're putting they're this. It's, you, sorry, sorry, ladies. It's generally a lady that gets put in your car. It's worse for wear, and you know it's it's Russian yeah. roulette whether they're going to be sick or not. Like, touch wood. I've not had that problem yet, apart from that first time. Okay, um, I don't have sick bags, but. I think it's always important to carry out a risk assessment um, of the people who are getting into your vehicle. You don't always see them, but mm. it's always good to keep an eye on your mirrors or get out of your vehicle and have a look at them. You know, if they look like they're stumbling towards your car, mm. you know, I just, I, use I just don't, don't I, let them in. I use the phrase "you're too drunk, too drunk to travel." Mm. Yeah. Sorry, can't take you. What about specific actual accessories in the car, or stuff in the car that I don't know could it, could improve? Ox cord. Yeah, we've touched on yeah. that before. Got, yeah. If you're doing bolt or captain, you've got to have yeah. an ox cord. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, also, can you say that again for me? Ox cord. No, no, in the voice. In the voice. Ah, <laughs> uh, boss. Ox cord, boss. <laughs> loving it. Loving it. That'd be in the season two blues, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, window cleaning um, accessories. Yeah, so um, window cleaner spray and a selection of cloths to clean your windows. Um, Marigold gloves. Yeah, yeah it's Some nothing worse than wipes. getting in the car. And, and and you've got fingerprints all over windows or, yeah. or like smudges from like somebody getting out the car with greasy fingers or whatever, you know, all over your interior. Yeah. You know, presentation is everything. People try and walk up to the car with food. Yeah. Doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. No drinks allowed. In oh, the car. I'm a bit more lenient on in that. Can you drive like, me through McDonald's? Not happening. Yeah, I am. Um, Imagine. I, I, I don't mind. <laughs> I mean, I don't, the job's, long, the job's yeah. longer, though, right? Or is that... I mean, you definitely get a five-star rating if you yeah. drive some other McDonald's. People, <laughs> people, people typically ask me if they can drink. I mean, um, drinking drink a can of Coke or whatever they got in their hand in the car. So, yeah, generally they don't usually just go driving along last night. Drink <laughs> can of Coke yeah. opening in the back. Yeah. Excuse me, can't you read? Oh yeah! Wow! No, so, Jeff signs oh, up. I'm a lot more in the than car. That. No, no, you're drinking. Oh, response? I'm really sorry. I'm mm. sorry about that. Okay. Did he carry on drinking? Be very, be very careful. 
Oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have any. Um, no I'll keep it real, size. people. You know, this. Let's put it this way: if you get enough five stars over the course of your week, right, you don't have to bow down to every customer you get because stars do not pay your bills. I'm very direct with customers if they're if they're rude or or direct with me, but I still get eighty percent of five stars. Mm-hmm. But I do get my fair share of one, two, three, four stars because I'll keep it real. Mm-hmm. If they're rude. If 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 they're um, uh, doing stuff in the car that, that is not appropriate, then I'll point that out to them. I'm not one of these drivers that will just keep their mouth shut, hoping to get that five star at the end of the ride. Yeah, I, I don't do that. I keep it real. Keep it real, guys. Keep it real. Most definitely. Um, treat others as you expect to be treated. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. The moral of the story. Yeah. And treat the car with respect. A lot. Some people don't understand how to behave in a car. It's not a bus. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a private vehicle and you have to respect well, the vehicle the right yeah, it's a bit of a, I mean, bit of a bus yeah. and yeah. also the, please the don't vehicle. eat and drink too much on buses and yeah, throw things around yeah. as well yeah. the vehicles cost <laughs> a lot of money yeah. most definitely yeah. <laughs> and it's your personal investment and um, you expect other, other people getting in the car to have a certain level of respect just, just before guys we go on to Ish's incredible game I don't know uh, if it's yeah. that incredible this well, week. Well. Yeah, yeah. I've got one more thing to ask. They didn't mention no game, did they? We've kept this quiet. <laughs> you guys have no idea. But we've been doing it for the last few episodes. Excellent. Um, I want to touch on a subject that we haven't actually gone into detail at all, uh, really, in previous episodes. It's about parking. So obviously parking can be quite a big expense for drivers. Um, is this something you've encountered? You know, parking up, paying charges, all that kind of stuff. Is that, is that happened to you guys before? Um, generally speaking, uh, when I'm on you the road... You look super confused, sorry, Cammy. Yeah. Parking? Why are you parking? You should be working. Yeah, you know, you're parking yeah. up, you, 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 your brakes. Is okay. it, you, what's your hacks? Is it yeah. going to McDonald's, that kind yeah. of thing? McDonald's is um, my go-to because usually um, with the drive-thrus, it's free parking for 90 minutes. There we go. Although they tried to sting me the other day. Um, I actually went there on two occasions during the morning. They said I was there for three hours. You know, so I sent them um, all of my jobs that I'd done in the time that they said... I was in the in their car park. Um, and they, lawyer, they dismissed it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> straight away. Um, but generally speaking, yeah, McDonald's is a good go-to place. Um, anywhere on the outskirts, obviously, it's not convenient to park um, in like central London, mm. really. Um, but sometimes, if you need to go toilet and there's no McDonald's around, I mean, there's a selection of coffee shops and little um, takeaway outlets, and they will always have a toilet there. But you might have to go. I heard you can go to like Sainsbury's if you purchase. a Particular amount or something in supermarkets. No, well, if you've got to go, you've got to go, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you've got to park up. So yeah. Yeah. If you've got to go, you super wheeled it. If you've got to go, as if you don't ever park up, I want to work. Go to yeah. the toilet. Yeah, but <laughs> okay. Breaks, right? I have a, I have a selection of all of these um, app-based parking um, apps. There we go. Yeah, yeah, there now we go. it's all There's coming there out. There you go. There you go. Two minutes for that to come out. Yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got a selection of these apps, and yeah, can you share some with with the listeners? What the apps I got? Yeah, yeah. I've got Ringo. There we go. I've Ding. got Dash, which is not really that convenient. Um, pay by phone. Yeah, cool. Okay. That's cool. the two I've got. Yeah. Cool. All right. yeah I've got oh, so you do, you do. Ah, do some, uh, some, some, some I use that when I go to the autocar office and don't yeah. let me park for free. Well, you know, it's a busy <laughs> office. You know? Yeah, and, and um, just park and park right. Love that. That's what I've got. I've got all of them. Very kind of you. I've got, I've, got, I've, got, I've got the two main ones, Ringo and pay by phone. I think that's the best yeah. need. But generally, not during a shift when you're working, Obviously, you've got Heathrow parking. Um, yes. I always do that on my credit card. Uh, mm-hmm. I put a lot of my business it's stuff. The AVA card is that the AVA one we're talking about? Yeah, the, the, the I, private, I try. Private private I try not to go to AVA. I always. Oh, it's, it's, uh, uh, we used to go all the time. Well, it's, it's changed now, isn't it? It's rematches now, so yeah. most drivers get a rematch, and uh, there's ways of 
trying to get a rematch as well. Mm-hmm. If you drop at Terminal 5, drive right at Terminal 3, Terminal 2, Terminal 3. But in terms of costs, it's, 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 it's heavily subsidised because it's meant to be a private hire car park. Yeah. I used to go there quite yes. a bit in the olden days. We, and if you need the toilet, I mean, I always find a shell, well. shell or um, some BPs. The mm-hmm. BP at Wandsworth is really good next to McDonald's. Yes. It's a better, better toilet than McDonald's toilet. Um, and... Some you know, all if you work night shifts, all there's quite there's quite a lot of twenty four McDonald's. Yes. You should never be caught short going to the toilet. Yeah, indeed, in this in this in this stage. Um, have you have you guys been um, avoiding congestion charges these days? Or I, I mean, you'd actually aren't paying yeah, any, yeah. are you? Either way, either either way, electric. I don't have to pay. But no, but until I, at least October or slash December two thousand twenty five. Yeah, but I, I never have to worry about it. But I never worried about it before because I just I don't understand drivers. Oh, I'm not getting congestion charge. I mean, it's crazy because over the course of your shift, if you're on day shift, over the course of your shift, you'll get if not all of it back at least three quarters of it back and some of the jobs that you can potentially get will pay for your congestion Most charge definitely. anyway Most so you're, you're really reducing your income by mm. not going into congestion charge some drivers just don't like working in uh, central london and doing uh, traffic i get that yes. um, but then the more knowledge you have the more you can get around mm. traffic not always possible yeah. um like there was traffic last night uh, with uh, uh, power mail being closed uh, the uh, Trafalgar Square being closed yes. but I had a guy in my car and I was out of the West End within 10 minutes you, mm-hmm. just, the, you, you really got just, just, just down to experience and knowledge uh, yes. and you know and well, I think that's what I'd say really no, no yeah. do you have any tip? I mean obviously you, had, you drive a hybrid so I drive a hybrid I am, you know, I'm applicable to pay the congestion charge um, I have no issue paying the congestion charge um, it's an operational cost I can claim it back against my tax yeah you said that yeah. you it, so I don't understand why drivers yeah. are not worried yeah. all of it or some of it all of claim it. all of it back against my tax yeah it's, so, it's, so it's, it's, it's not yeah it's, it's an expense I, I probably I don't do it full time but um, I probably pay probably around between 80 and 100 pounds a month um, in congestion charge payments but there's a vast amount of uh, hotels train stations in central London mm. and there's some really lucrative jobs everyone in central London's coming out of central London yeah I mean mm. it, especially in the evening you know, during the day they might be running around zone one and zone two but i mean later in the evening people were going out and they're going to do a few miles and once you're out of zone one you know, and you hit like a motorway or something then away you go so okay. nice and then and you get you get you get yourself a long ride it might typically be on a surge so i mean um those those payments you're making for the congestion charge are going to be offset by the by the lucrative jobs that you're going to get leaving the area yeah. Uh, just before we go into the game, any final tips for our listeners? Just if you had to pick one thing that we maybe haven't mentioned so far. Only one. Only gonna, one. I was going to give a recap of all of my tips. <laughs> nah, that's fine. Don't worry. They can listen back. They can just scroll back on They can just rewind. If you get to pick one that we haven't, or if, that, if, or if there's something that comes to mind, maybe just pick your top one. Cabby. Don't all go at once. Top tips. <laughs> I'm still thinking. You carry on. <laughs> okay. Um, my tip is just to treat others how you expect to be treated. Yeah. Oh, he's such a nice guy. I'm such, I'm such a nice guy. Yeah, I'm such guru, a nice guru, guy. Guru, good guy. Good guy, uh, yeah. guru. So, so the earnings yeah. will come if you just act in the yeah, right just, way. Yeah. Basically. Just, just be nice, you know? I mean, if you, if, you get into, if, you get into, if you hire a vehicle to take you somewhere, I mean, you expect to have a good service. Yeah, so um, I, I aim to deliver a good service. And it's a tear in my eye. It's, it's, it's as simple as that. You know, um, at the end of every podcast where where we do it together, Gig Guy mm-hmm. London, I always um, regret the fact that I've, I've never got you on a on a 
Uber journey before it's gonna be one day. As it's a gonna driver, be the ride of your life. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I really would like to experience this five star gig uh, London oh, yeah. uh, service. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> one day, one day, <laughs> you, know, you might win the lottery before that. <laughs> hang around North London. Hang around North London enough, and we'll get it eventually. Cabby, your top tip. <laughs> Top tip is um, don't expect anyone to give you a living. Uh, get out, get out, plan ahead, earn your money. Uh, the money's there to be earned. Uh, you hear people saying they're earning minimum wage. You're only earning minimum wage if you're lazy. The only way you're going to earn money, I showed last week, you can earn two grand in a week. Yeah, it's a lot of hours, but it's you know I'm not, I don't expect everyone to go out and get it. But the the the, the idea with the video is. The money's there if you're prepared to go and get it. If you're moaning about you're not earning money, then you need to uh, adjust your strategy. You need to learn your area and you need to invest time into the job. You're only going to get better and earn more money by doing your own research and um, watching my videos. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, well next round's on you, eh? With that kind of income per week. Lovely stuff. Um, Ish, do you want to take away the final game of yeah. the show? I do. Not prepared whatsoever. No, not at all. Very excited about this one this week because it's very on theme. Mm -hmm. It's called Cash Cow. Cash Cow. I'm going to give you both some money. Both. Maybe some money. Oh yeah. No. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to give all three of you. Of course, we're involved, Rich. Thank you. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be the final game if you weren't involved. Sucked all of them so far. So. Also, it wouldn't be the final game if Tom didn't do some crazy editing on the word cash cow in some way. There we go. But I presume that we'll do something on that. Yeah, that move will probably make it. Tom. I'm going to give you two products, items, things. And you guys have to tell me which one you think is cheaper. Yeah. I like it. Definitely. Very on a point. little play Very on on, uh, on uh, the prices, right? Yeah, nice. Um, see, we got yeah, that show. Uh, it used to be Bruce Forsyth, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, I thought we could start with cars. Um, so I thought we could go with a, a, the luxury SUV range, which would be the Lamborghini Urus or the Bentley Bentayga, or Bentayga, mm -hmm. depending on how you pronounce it. Which one do you think is cheaper? Lamborghini. I think the Lamborghini is cheaper. Okay. I'm going with the crowd. Lamborghini. Lamborghini. Yeah. Please tell me that's right. That is so impressive that all three of you could be so wrong. Oh, oh what? <laughs> really? <laughs> the Bentayga comes in at £130,000, five hundred, and the Lamborghini Urus comes in at £164,950. But the Bentley's got a better, better engine. It's got yeah, better, better 200 mile per hour vehicle. Bentley. quality of heritage well, there we go in my yeah. opinion that's yeah. why I went for Most it yeah. there we go the Damn. tips aren't just about private hire hairdressers drive <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> what is more expensive or less expensive I should say between a loaf of Hovis best of both bread or a two litre semi skimmed bottle of milk which is cheaper, yeah? Which is cheaper. Are we talking about Nimble or are we talking about... We're talking about, I went on the Hovis. Sainsbury site and I searched both of these products. I'm going to go for the, 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 the milk. Yeah. Milk's milk. pretty cheap now, cheaper. 
Yeah, I'm going to go for the milk as well. Actually. Uh, yeah. Following the crowd. No, no. Um, yeah, Brits. Yeah. Well, I can say if you hadn't followed the crowd, then you would have been wrong. Wait, it's the two little <laughs> semi-skin bottle of milk coming in at one pound ten these days. Right. Um, well, a and loaf of Hovis Best of Both is one pound twenty. One twenty. Okay. Yeah. You're paying so quality, though, small right? margins. Yeah. We all love Hovis. No legal <laughs> ramifications. <laughs> four Kit Kats. As many as four. Or six packs of Walker's Crisps? I think the six packs crisps, are cheaper. Crisps. Crisps yeah, are cheaper? Crisps. No, yeah. no, sorry. In that case, yeah. yeah. Kit Kats. Kit Kats and Brooks Benson. Okay. Yeah, I think, chi- I think the crisps are cheaper. I'm just picturing Gary Nickers. Tammy, I'll go for Kit Kat. Be- oh, be- so you're no. both saying Kit Kats are cheaper. Yeah. You're saying crisps are cheaper. I'm saying Congratulations, Chris- Gig Guy London. You know. Crisps are cheaper. <laughs> £1.25 for six <laughs> packs of Walker's Crisps. Right. I got it right. Yeah, you you know, said Kit Kats. No, no, you said crisps. No, no, I got it right. Yeah. If you yeah. rewind this, you will see that. Oh, yeah. I will be rewinding that. Let's <laughs> I ca- changed my mind. Less calories. When I realised the question. Less calories in the four finger chocolate than there is a bag of, in the six bags of crisps. Questionable. There we so go. Well, six packs of Walker's crisps come in at £1.25, four Kit Kats at £2.20. Yeah, Kit Kats are quite, quite expensive. I do love Kit Kats, by the way. <laughs> I'm a little bit disappointed because Rich has had a track record of getting zero in all of these games so far. So and now far, he seems oh, to be on to a fly. Two out of three. Yeah. Yeah. Two out of three. Can yep. on. <sighs> Loser. Let's see how we do with this one. A 30 centimeter ruler from WH Smiths. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or random. Or random. Well, it wouldn't be one of these games if it wasn't random. Okay. True. Or a highlighter pen, also from WH highlighter, Smiths. Thousand percent highlighter. Just, the markup would be huge in that for no reason whatsoever. Highlighter. Final answer. <laughs> <laughs> a single highlighter pen. Or a single you can phone a friend on my 50-50. Yeah, a single highlighter <laughs> pen or a 30 centimetre ruler from WH Rulers are dirt cheap, aren't they? I couldn't, couldn't possibly I'm, I'm going to go for the ruler being cheap. Go for the highlighter. Highlighter cheap. Yeah. It's really frustrating me that you're getting them right yes. today, Rich. I'm on a roll. It's finally happening. Oh, oh. The highlighter's coming in at £1.49. The ruler is £1.99. What? Who pays £1.99 for a ruler? Yeah, I know. Kids. Wait, no, I got it wrong. Desperate. Then. You said the, the highlighter was cheaper. No, I actually said the highlighter was more expensive. Yes. Yeah, oh. Okay, I've got it right then. There you go. So what, what's cheaper? Just the, the highlighter pen is cheaper. What? Wow, you pay £2 for a ruler. Yeah. Well, desperate mothers that are trying to buy their kids oh, uh, yeah. supplies before the school term we'll begins. Pen stretcher. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the final one Drum roll. is a pillow from John Lewis, but not just any pillow. A John Lewis and Partners natural collection Hungarian goose down standard. Sorry, goose pillow. what? Goose down. <laughs> natural collection Hungarian goose down standard pillow. That is a marketing yeah. right there, I tell mm-hmm. you. Of the medium sized variety. It's the kind of thing you can yes. have. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, a Henry Hoover. Well, I know Henry Hoover is coming in at like 120. At I reckon least. it's going to be the pillow because rich people pay lots of yeah. money for John Lewis is yeah, branded. Goose Down. Yeah. Goose Down jackets. It is. And I will repeat a John Lewis and Partners natural collection Hungarian yeah. Goose yeah. Down. Yeah. The, the pillow yeah. the pillow's coming in more expensive than the Hoover. Yeah. You know what? That, that sounds like where it's going to go. So I'm going to go it's the opposite niche. way and go Henry Hoover. I think the pillow Henry Hoover niche. cheaper. More expensive. I've seen £100 pillows before. It's frustrating me because Rich has clearly understood my formula. Yeah. The Hoover is more expensive at oh, £99, what? but that pillow costs £75. Oh, pounds. Yeah, crazy prices. Yeah. Get two. Is it two for one? Okay. No, it's not. Buy, buy two for the price. Uh, three for the price. No, I think that's one, one pillow, so that's half, half a couple sorted out. So did I just win? 
Well, you didn't win. You got two out of four, which is did you, you did average, which based on track though. record well, is not losing. I've got, got two out of four as well, anyway. <laughs> All right, so uh, we've got joint winners. Lovely. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's a, I think that's an excellent way. You look like you were genuinely yeah. annoyed you by that. Straw. Straw. Absolutely straw. We're find that pillow now. <laughs> Send us a photo of it. Hashtag. Are you just frustrated that people are out there paying £75 for a pillow? No, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I didn't pay, I didn't pay far short for my last pillow, I'll tell you that. Okay. Maybe you can put one of those in your... Um, can't, you can't put a price in good, good, <laughs> good night's quality sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it helps. All right, guys, I think, well, thank you for that game. Uh, entertaining as always. Um, and I'm very, just very happy to have not lost. So thank you for that. Um, Kevin 007 Geek Guy London, thank you so much for joining us today on another episode of thank you. On The Road. Thank I hope you. you enjoyed it. And I hope listeners out there uh, got to learn some more about earnings and savings and taking something away from it. Um, if you want to learn more about this series and listen to previous episodes, you can always search On The Road on Spotify. You can watch our videos on YouTube and social media like Facebook, our Twitter and Facebook handle is at AutocarUK. Uh, until next time, stay safe and speak soon. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Thank you.